Hello, everybody. This is William Jackson. Welcome to Tuesday, May 31st, the end of May. Time is just going by so fast. And we give all praise and honor to our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And thank him for continued blessings, allowing us, each and every one of us, to see another sunrise and another sunset. And just during the course of the day, sharing our faith through our words, deeds, and actions. And we are so blessed each day to see the work of the Lord through us and be a blessing to the world. And we are continuing our journeys and our discussions and our collaborations on using technology to be a blessing to the world and be involved and engaged in digital ministry. It is very, very important that we understand the value and we understand the use of technology so that way we can reach beyond the doors and reach beyond the walls of the church out into the community and be able to share our faith through our engagement, through what we're doing in our local area, our national area, our international areas as well. And I love giving shout outs to my wife, Aida, about what she is doing as well, empowering women over 40 in the area of technology and business development. These are the times now that we have to understand that education is important. Education matters. Education is vitally important so that each and every one of us will learn as we go and be able to apply the new skills that are necessary in order to prosper in this world. And when I say prosper, I mean not just not just in existence, not just going from one day to the next day, but I'm, I, I want to um, specifically say that using the dynamic abilities or capabilities of technology to share the gospel, to share God's word through us and share it to the world. And that does not always mean preaching a sermon at all. That does not always mean sharing a scripture or quoting scripture, because we have to remember that during the course of our everyday actions and behaviors, we are in a world of over 7.9 billion people. And we are so unique that there is only one of us in this world. And God made it that way so that he can use each and every one of us that accept his spirit to be used, to be humble, to have humility, to be used, to bring glory to his kingdom and glory to him and understand the importance that each and every one of us has. So as individuals, we are empowered with the Holy Spirit from God collectively as Christians, as followers of the faith, as followers of Jesus Christ, we collectively represent him and what he wants us to accomplish and what he wants us to do in the name of the Father. So as I share information, as I share my thoughts and ideas and experiences, uh, we have to know that we are also in a global economy. We are in a global world we are in a global environment, and that includes uh, youth and teens from Africa. And Africa Day was um, several days ago. Um, Africa Day was on um, uh, May 26, 
that Thursday. And it was a wonderful time to highlight what was going on, what was happening, what was the engagement and the key points about not just our faith, but carrying our faith around the world uh, virtually as well. And this is what this podcast is all about, sharing our faith virtually. And Aida and I, um, we have two mentors, Zachariah and Yusra, and they're in the nation of Morocco. And it is just such a blessing to have them help us with our with our blogging, helping us with our posting of content, helping us to develop um, content that um, attracts, encourages, inspires, educates, um, enlightens, and engages youth, teens, and young adults on the continent of Africa. And we have to remember that African youth are learning that that their use of technology is important and it's inv- and it's vital that the use of technology is helping them and their communities to adapt and revolu- and revolutionize uh, digital footprints that they are creating um, around on the other side of the world. So digital content we have to understand is not always the same for everyone, but we always have to remember that where it came from starting out with the the growth of web what we call web 1.0 to web 2.0 to web 3.0 and beyond 4.0 and 5.0 there is a progression of technology that each and every one of us uh, must understand how it grows how it expands and the value and importance of our engagement in these different web 0.0 engagements we're going from an environment where We could just type and it's just text from Web 1.0 where there were chat rooms, but there were chat rooms that looked like you're just typing. There wasn't any uh, visual engagement. There wasn't any pictures or photographs or videos. It was just typing and you actually had to read and interpret and comprehend and understand what people were typing. So growing from that Web 1.0 environment to the Web 2.0 where Tim Berners-Lee and his team created the first browser that allowed us to see the web through the coding of HTML, hypertext markup language, that many that are started off as web developers understood and knew because you, in many cases, learned just by typing the coding by hand. That's how I learned. I was so excited and I was so enthralled by learning basic coding about how to type in the coding to create a web page and that's how I learned and I saw how how scripting languages could be changed and modified and adapted so learning JavaScript the same I would copy JavaScript off of other websites and learn about how to apply the coding in websites and how to use it and the understanding of the .js and the .m mp4s and the dot um, the dot um, pngs and the dots with the um, make sure because it has been a while um, gifs and jpgs and all of those elements that work together for your um, your graphics that are online and your engagement so it's important that we understand that we 
are transitioning from a one-dimensional or two-dimensional into a three or four-dimensional where we're moving into ownership has moved or and or is moving on the web now when i say ownership i mean ownership where you're owning digital land and you could own digital digital land like in spaces called alt space vr um, spatial uh, metaverse 5 and other metaverses now just to clarify facebook which we're all familiar with has changed its name from facebook to meta but we have to understand that Facebook is just one metaverse. There are hundreds of metaverses. And in several years, there are going to be thousands of metaverses. Currently, there is no way to blend all these metaverses together yet. But trust me, one day there will be an application, a program, a, 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 a bot or something, um, a program that is going to be able to blend all of these metaverses together so it's a seamless transition from one to the other S because we can see now how technology is influencing employment technology is definitely or has definitely influenced educational opportunities the vocational environment the industrial environment uh, we see that the IOT the internet of things is progressing now I took an IOT class in 2021 at our local college and it was IOT uh, 3.0 participating in several clubhouse rooms I found out recently that there is an IOT 4.0 and um, 5.0 and 6.0 and even higher that is being used in India and the blending of human interaction and robotics is key because we have to understand as humans, we one day are going to be working more and more next to robots. Uh, if you go to any uh, warehouse, and I'm not going to say any particular company or business, but if you go into many warehouses, they have already integrated robotic technology that helps run that warehouse. But you have humans working next to robots. And this of in itself brings enlightenment that how long is this going to last until robots completely run a warehouse? How is it going to be that humans themselves, as fragile as their bodies are, uh, have to be careful that they are not run over, they are not hit, they are not damaged or injured by the automation of robotics? So as we look at the transition that the world is going through, as we look at the transition that nations and continents are in, in involving with technology, we cannot look past the, the, the idea and the thought that robotics play a key role. So when we're talking about nations like India and like Africa, um, the military respectively of all nations has integrated so much technology that it's getting to the point where um, how people think are running these technologies um, voice commands and um, pilots with their helmets uh, where they look as you can see with some apache helicopters and some cobra helicopters and even the ospreys um, the pilot can turn his head and look 
and not only will the weapon systems um, be guided by the pilot's head in some cases the flight patterns of the actual aircraft themselves are influenced by where the pilot looks and it's transitioning to more and more how the pilot thinks is the direction of where the airplane or helicopter is going to go and that's just in the air we haven't even talked about or considered what's going on under the water under the season in the oceans so when you're involved in AI and VR and other other meta places um, augmented um, um, artificial intelligence augmented realities virtual realities um, it, it stands to see that our thinking has to change in order to understand and keep up with and apply our knowledge and our abilities to work in these these environments so when I say Africa um, being of African heritage technology has changed a lot for African youth because many of them now are using their smartphones and their tablets to create business opportunities and to create opportunities for themselves to be in technology businesses or create startup companies that meet a need that is very needed and desired on the continent of Africa. And unfortunately, too many media elements show Africa as poor, as disease-ridden, as environmentally unstable. And we need to get out of that narrative because there are wonderful places in Africa where there are wonderful cities that's almost like New York or Philadelphia or Miami. There's wonderful communities where there are homes and businesses and growth and development. There's wonderful areas where agriculture has embraced technology to the point where there are robotics and drones being used to grow food. But in some cases, what hasn't changed is the political mindset as well. And this is a global thing as well. It's not just Africa. So we need to see the benefits of how technology can influence um, the 52, 53 African nations on the continent of Africa and how the ecosystems of business, of finance, of commerce, of trade, of industry and agriculture are influenced so that all of Africa is, is benefited. Um, education, higher education in Africa definitely is inspired because the teachers and educators, just like here in the United States, need to be trained, retrained, and have professional development to make sure their vision and their skills and talents and abilities are more than capable of handling the demands of the educational process in which uh, youth, teens, and young adults are going to need to help open up doors for young people to be able to be employed and employable. As we see more and more, the growth of technology in, in Africa has opened up doors that allow people to virtually travel the continent. They may not physically be able to move around, but virtually, so they can learn more and more about their continent, their neighboring nations, um, the continent itself, and the people in the language and the development. So powerful of the social media tools and the social networking that millions of people have learned that they can virtually travel across Africa and see the splendor and the beauty of not just the safari or not just the, the rainforest, 
but the cities and the people that live on the continent. If you have not followed anything related to Africa, Africa is the youngest population flooding the digital networks and influencing the minds and directions of millions of Africans that are not just on the continent, but that are spread out around the world. This influence is key and it's important because many people that do not live on the continent send monies and resources back to the continent to family and friends. So the educational aspect, the commerce aspect, the collaboration aspect, all those aspects work together to share in the growth of a continent that birthed humanity and human beings. It's key and important that we all understand that building digital infrastructures allow for dynamic access. And this access goes beyond just social access because there are educational resources and business resources that benefit, that allow people to grow, that take that educational access and that educational information and blend it with being a business owner and being an entrepreneur. And I'm not forgetting the ministerial aspect because that is through outreach. That is through the connections and the content that is shared as well. Uh, my podcast is unique because with my podcast, uh, being an educator and being involved in ministry and also being a business owner, blending of all of those elements is key and is important because Christians need to understand that even though you're a Christian, you see yourself as a Christian, you do your best to carry yourself as a Christian, you can do business with others that are not Christians. You can you can do works that that require collaboration and cooperation. You are you are able to connect with different people around the world because you don't have to sacrifice you being a Christian with working with others in different faiths. You just understand that your your faith and your foundation is based on Christ. And Christ has given us the mission to love everyone. Um, he did not say who not to work with. He did not say who not to collaborate with. He did not say who not to associate with. His caution is that you be mindful of your faith and you don't be influenced by others to leave your faith to go someplace where he is not. And we must understand that as we move in these digital ages, these digital spaces, these digital places, whether it's on Web 2.0, whether it's on Web 3.0, whether it's on the, the metaverse, no matter where it is, we have to have these understandings that we consistently have to practice our faith, should share our faith respectively, but also gain as much knowledge as about the world and using and applying and integrating technology. Um, I know I was a little bit, you know, all over the place, but these are exciting and wonderful times. And we need to embrace them, learn about them, but not lose ourselves in them. Because losing yourself takes your eyes off of Christ. Losing yourself takes you out of the mission of being able to share your faith through your words, deeds, and actions. And we have a phenomenal opportunity with the integration of technology, the implementation of technology, the blending of technology and education and business and finance and commerce and ministry 
to make transformative changes in the world, to continue to build and bring peace, uh, collaboration, to spread love, to spread our faith as Christians through what we do, not necessarily throwing um, Bible scripture at someone who is who may be wanting to know more about the faith, but needing a conversation as opposed to efforts to convert them. So as we move more and more, um, I just would like to say congratulations to all the teachers and administrators and office staffs and custodians and bus drivers and, and all those that are in the support nature, second um, secretaries and, and um, staff and police officers in each and every school district here in, in the state of Florida. We are now out for summer break. And it's a wonderful feeling to have a break for a little bit. God has continually blessed us with safety, with uh, knowledge to connect and help these students. And I want to be sure that I give him praise and thanks across the state, across the nation, and around the world for teachers. And in many cases, these are challenging times. But through our faith and through our connection with Christ, and God, we we will make it through because we're going through. And yes, there will be challenges, but if we continue to be faithful and humble and hardworking and prayerful and have fellowship and not judge, not just our students, but not judge our parents, but working with what we have, we will continue to be successful and blessed. So I just want to say thank you once again for this. Um, I greatly appreciate, you know, those that are listening. I, cre- I appreciate the feedback. I appreciate what has been going on in these spaces and places. Aida and I have um, also assistance, assisted with First Metal Church. That is First Metal Church on the Metaverse. Um, if you have an opportunity, please come and fellowship and worship with us every Sunday at 8 p.m. We are in Alt Space VR. Um, to actually see what's going on and get more information, you can um, go to your favorite web browser and type in firstmetachurch.com. That's firstmetachurch.com. And um, see what's going on. We're moving forward. We're teaching people about the metaverse and the Internet and, you know, different areas, not just as a teaching for education, but teaching as far as ministry as well. And there are many ministers out there that want to know about how they're going to integrate technology into their ministry, how they're going to um, share the word um, through technology using digital spaces, digital places like the metaverse and using apps and tools. So we're doing this with God is directing us. Um, I just would like to thank um, several people. One is uh, Stefan Youngblood, who this was his vision to do this, um, being in, in ministry in quite a few years. Um, it's such a blessing to, to have met him and um, be a part of the, the vision that he believes that Christ has given him. And, you know, ministry is not always about what we want. It's about what Christ gives us through the Holy Spirit to do the works the Lord wants us to do to build his kingdom. So we must be humble to do this. Um, thanks to Ope and 
Forte and Aida and several others that are applying their knowledge and their skills and talents to build this ministry to service those who are online but also seeking the Lord. So thank you once again. You are you are greatly appreciated um, taking the time to listen to this podcast as it grows and develops. So thank you. God bless you. And our next episode, as I said um, before, we're going to be every Tuesday. Um, that way, you know, it's not such of a challenge on, you know, Tuesdays and Thursdays, which I did try to do in the past, but things got hectic. They got busy. Um, the Lord bless me with being able to have prostate surgery, um, being healed from that, um, having um, influenza A. Uh, my wife and I in our home had um, the flu, um, overcoming that. Um, you can still hear it in my voice. It's kind of scratchy, and, and um, I'm still trying to um, uh, work with some medical professionals to, to stop this cough. But God is able. I'm going to be humble. I'm going to follow directions, eat right, take my medicine, do what I'm supposed to do, and let God do what he does best. So God bless. Talk to each of you soon. Thank you.